You are listening to South Florida Sunday. We thank you for joining us, and we would like to welcome our next guests on the show. We'd like to welcome Kristen Calder, who is CEO of Literacy Coalition and Literacy AmeriCorps, and Eric Straup is with us as well, and we're going to talk to both of you about literacy in Palm Beach County. Now, I must confess that when I looked at the number, one in seven adults function at a uh, lowest level of literacy, uh, I was kind of surprised. I I would really thought that at this point in um, our education system, that number wouldn't be quite so high. Uh, We want to talk about that a little bit. It is an alarming statistic. And, you know, we actually think that number could be higher. And what that means is that when we say one in seven, it means that someone lacks the basic literacy skills to read a bus schedule, to be able to read the back of a medicine bottle, their child's report card. And whether it's lack of ability or opportunity, there's a lot of people that just didn't have the opportunity to learn to read uh, and didn't have the opportunity to stay in school and get to a point in their life where they have to uh, go to work and literacy and reading fall by the wayside. Um, So that's just one of the reasons why it happens, but we know it through our adult literacy programs and of national statistics that this is um, a number that not only affects our country, but also our county. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit more and about what uh, you folks are doing to uh, combat that number and try to bring that number down a little bit. But we want to learn a little bit about you both also. Kristen, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, where you're from, and what brought you to Palm Beach County and what got you involved in literacy here in Palm Beach County. I've been in Florida um, coming from West Virginia about 25 years ago. And I started volunteering with the Literacy Coalition a little more than a decade ago because I was passionate about the work that they were doing. They were very efficient and well-run, and I knew that they were making a tangible difference in the lives of adults, children, and families, and having two parents who are teachers. (laughs) And um, I always believed in education. I thought I might be an educator at some point, and um, it just seemed to be a, a great fit for me to get to give my time and my own money to support the organization before I joined the board of directors for four years. And after uh, one executive director for 23 years doing an amazing job, she retired and the opportunity was presented to me. And now fast forward five Mm -hmm. and a half years and I'm the CEO of this um, nonprofit organization which is celebrating 30 years this year. Wow. And that was going to be my next question. You mentioned a decade ago. And so the, uh, this uh, organization began 30 years ago here. Yes. In, now, is it in Palm Beach County? Where it yes. Began? So we are a Palm Beach County organization started by um, members of the media and also community and business leaders who noticed that there were a lot of adults who um, wanted to fill out job applications but couldn't. And they realized then that there were a lot of people that this was a huge issue. So when we first started, the idea was to um, put together people that needed help with those that were providing programs to help them. And over the years, it's grown and certainly uh, changed as our needs have, um, you know, um, arisen that Mm -hmm. we now know that, um, you know, we're helping a lot more than just those adults. But that's how it started, um, was us just trying to raise awareness. And that is the mission of our organization is to improve the quality of lives in our community by promoting and achieving literacy. And, you know, that's so important. We talk to a lot of organizations and a lot of groups, uh, nonprofits, charitable organizations, 501c3 uh, groups. And 
There are so many just in Palm Beach County alone, and the hard part is is getting the word out and letting folks know that these services and all these resources are available. There's so many, and it's almost heartbreaking to think that they go unused sometimes. Right. So it's good hoping we get the word out today. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I, like, I like that the Literacy Coalition is a coalition, and we bring people together, other organizations. So often we are coordinating and helping provide resources for other nonprofit organizations that are providing either similar or complementary mm-hmm. um, programs and services. And I think that's fantastic because I know we're not competing with anybody. We're in this together. Um, you know, we're working with the same families that uh, these other nonprofits are working with. And, um, you know, if we can make a difference together, it, it's just it's and, it, and it's so empowering to teach someone mm-hmm. to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a coordin- coordinating the effort. That way uh, a lot of <clears throat> folks don't get left behind or fall through the cracks. That's awesome. Eric, tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to uh, be involved with uh, the uh, Literacy Coalition. All right. Well, um, so I graduated from Penn State University last May in 2018. I'm originally from York, Pennsylvania, which is in south central Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I found um, an advertisement online for the Literacy Coalition um, of Palm Beach County to do a Literacy AmeriCorps year. And I applied and got the job, and I moved here to Palm Beach County in August of 2018 to start my service year here. And what exactly do you do? Uh, So as a Literacy AmeriCorps member, um, my specific position is I worked at an elementary school in Boynton Beach, Uh and I worked with uh, first and second graders that were behind grade level uh, for reading, and I would go in, tutor them one-on-one for about 30 minutes each uh, student, to uh, help them improve their reading skills to get them back onto the right track and hopefully get them back up to grade level. So now we are talking about uh, Literacy Coalition and Literacy AmeriCorps. Uh, what's the difference? Um, yeah, if you want the to take Literacy um, Coalition coordinates a dozen programs throughout the county, mm-hmm. and our Literacy AmeriCorps program is one of those mm-hmm. 12 programs. And it really allows us to extend our reach um, and capacity of, of who we're able to help. Uh, we have up to 40 members each year that um, are serving collectively 68,000 hours a year as graduation coaches, reading tutors, um, like Eric. Yep, I'm a reading tutor. And um, it's, they're all over the county. Our greatest partnerships are with the school district, with the library system, other community-based organizations. And so um, our members, like Eric, are going out trying to help a specific need also surrounding the idea of improving literacy skills in the lives of our community members. So it's a year of service. Sometimes Eric gets called a volunteer, Uh um, but he does get a stipend uh, for the work that he's doing. But it it really is um, a labor of love um, on behalf of himself and those. Um, It's kind of like the Peace Corps, but it's called the Domestic Peace Corps because it's a year that he's giving of himself to live at the poverty level, the level that many of the students that he's serving while also um, having a fantastic experience, life-changing, I think, for him and those that he's serving and helping. And tell us about this. I mean, this is fascinating. Tell us what you've experienced. Um, definitely. I mean, it's just been it's been really rewarding seeing, especially, I mean, now being at the end of the school year, <laughs> coming from the beginning of the school year and working with students that are a grade level, two grade levels behind, um, and now being at the end of the year and most of them are just about on grade level, maybe uh-huh. maybe not quite there yet, but right. hopefully within the next year they should be back on grade level 
all by third grade. Close enough is to the be main in, goal. Close yeah. enough to be encouraged by yes. what they've accomplished. Yes, and um, <laughs> just seeing how much improvement that they made in their reading from being able to – it's really tough to read maybe a sentence to now being, re, being able to read four, five, six sentences on a page with limited pictures as well has been really rewarding to see that. You know, it's it's really amazing, and, and the reason it's so important is because we say up to third grade children are learning to read, but once they get into fourth grade, they have to be able to read to learn. So they have to be able to know how to read to understand their science or their history or their math. It's not just language arts they fall behind in. And so that's why it's crucial mm-hmm. what um, the level that Eric is working with mm-hmm. in the grades, uh, first and second graders, because those are the ones that have to pass the test at the end of third grade mm-hmm. to make sure that they're reading on grade level. And you're right. Third grade is like that pivotal year, yep. especially uh, it when it comes to grading, because <clears throat> that's when it's, it begins to count. Yep. I often see this uh, meme on social media, and it makes me laugh all the time because math was not my strong point in school. And it, the meme goes something to the effect of, well, another day went by, and I still haven't used algebra, or I still haven't used geometry. Uh, and reading, though, and you touched on it a little bit, it, everything stems from that. You know, uh, if you can't read, then you can't follow your assignments in school. Uh, and it follows you like that all the way through your life. If, and you said also, if you can't read, you can't read an employment application. So of, of all the skills that you would need that are most crucial, especially at that young age, and that becomes even more crucial as, as you get older, is reading. And um, it's great that you offer uh, this service to uh, people of all ages because it's not something that you grow out of, you know. You don't grow out of that need. That's exactly right. And we recognize that uh, the importance of the adults in that cycle of literacy. We actually have two family literacy programs, one in Delray Beach and one in Belle Glade, mm-hmm. where the adults and their children are learning side by side. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic because they're able to actually help each other. And there is a strong um, connection with that, a parent being able to help their child with their learning. And, you know, once they fall behind in reading, it's like a snowball effect. You know, if you're not good at it, then why do you want to do it? And then it affects coming to school because you don't have the confidence, you're not good at it, you don't want to be there. Mm -hmm. And so it starts if, if they're not reading on grade level by fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, and we see a huge um, percentage of an increase in the dropouts um, in high school mm-hmm. of students that aren't able to read. And that's why um, AmeriCorps members like Eric, Eric's working with the elementary school mm-hmm. students, but we have a group of Literacy AmeriCorps members that are dedicated as graduation coaches. Mm -hmm. And they are working one-to-one like Eric works with his students one-to-one. And that's a big key component of it is that they have somebody that can work, you know, individually with them. Mm -hmm. But these graduation coaches work with those high schoolers, mostly juniors and seniors, to get them where they need to be, um, which a lot of times is just finding out they needed somebody to care about them, to encourage them, to support them um, in their learning and, and trying to catch up. Now, you mentioned a word we hear a lot when we talk to uh, groups on South Florida Sunday, volunteers. And uh, we, we, you have a volunteer with us today that we're talking with on the program, Eric, who's uh, telling us about his experience. And are you looking for volunteers? I'm sure you are. And if so, 
anything in particular that yes. you're looking for? Yes. And, so and we, how do they contact? We you? are um, always uh, welcoming volunteers in a variety of ways. Um, what Eric do, is doing now, we have a new program that's starting in August for our next year. It is a full time position, so it, we're talking 40 hours a week. Um, but the AmeriCorps members, in addition to the great services they're providing, they also are serving on the weekends with other community organizations. So they might be, uh, just over the last weekend, you yeah. were planting trees? Yep, we were planting trees with uh, community greening in Lake Worth at a local park there. So that was just one of our weekend service projects where we also do other things within the community of Palm uh-huh. Beach County to help out. So they are helping other uh, nonprofits, you know, um, help building their programs. So it's not just literacy-based. But that's the what we are actually recruiting for right now. Um, we can have up to 40, and we would love to have more um, mostly recent college graduates yep. that want to give a year of their life serving as a graduation reading coach. They don't need to have an education background. Um, you know, so we, they come from a lot of different backgrounds and experiences. They just have to be willing to give a year of service. And then after our Literacy AmeriCorps and recruiting those members to start the new year in April or in August, um, we have uh, volunteers that serve throughout the year as reading tutors. And we do offer training. We provide the training so that um, it is efficient volunteering. So when the volunteer comes in, we give them all the tools they need to go and work with the children. And that's ongoing throughout the year, but primarily during the school year. Mm-hmm. Now, this sounds awesome. Sounds like we've only scratched the surface of all the services that you provide. And it also sounds like it gets very expensive. And that's where we also talk about the donation of time, talent, and treasures. Donations, if someone's listening to us and they'd like to contribute, how do they do that? They can um, donate online. Um, Our website is literacypbc.org. And um, we accept online donations. We accept um, you know, a, a lot of uh, book donations, which oh. help. Sometimes people want to um, give donations um, of money so we can buy books because we do have great partnerships with book distributors and we can get books at a very low cost. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people are cleaning out their uh, their closet or their children grow up and they say, what do I do with all of these books? And you'd be surprised how many um, households there are in our county that don't have a single book in them. And um, we love to give books and then turn around and give them away. And and we do to a lot of organizations, Um, even schools. We'll have teachers that call us and say, um, you know, could I please have some extra books as a reward for the kids in my class? Um, So we're known as the book people. We have a beautiful 12,000-square-foot facility that was given to us. Um, Well, we built it with the donation and support of the community, but it has a huge book distribution center where books are coming in and going out. And um, we probably give away 110,000 books um, every year to um, to people all over the county. And the other thing, the other thing for about volunteering is we welcome teen volunteers. You know, so many people need community service hours, yes. and um, we do offer great opportunities for them. Um, everything from stickering and labeling books to organizing, um, you know, kits, literacy kits for our after-school programs or even the summer camp programs. Right, as an extra tassel at graduation for that community service. Yes, yeah, so whether you have a few <laughs> dollars or a few hours, you know, everyone can be a, um, a part of what we're doing and help provide a solution for something that we we're just talking about is really a fundamental issue um, that leads to a lot of other downfalls in our society if you don't know how to read. 
You're absolutely right. Anything that we haven't talked about that you want to just make sure where our listeners are aware of before we wrap up? Yeah. I mean, I'd really like to sell the Literacy AmeriCorps program. Um, I came to Florida, never been to South Florida before in my life, uh, moved here after college, had no idea what the community was like here, and I've really fallen in love with this county. I've fallen in love with the school that I worked at, uh-huh. and actually through my AmeriCorps service, uh, I was able to talk with my principal, and they had teaching positions open, and I was able – I'm going to be an elementary school teacher at my elementary uh-huh. school that I served at this year. So it just really – this year really provided me an opportunity for, I mean, a full-time job. And I graduated from college not with an educational background. I graduated with an environmental science degree. Mm. Um, so I came here just ready to serve for a year, and I fell in love with <laughs> my passion for helping kids read, just helping people in general. And like I said, now I'll be able to get to keep continue serving the elementary school I work at as a full-time teacher. Well, excellent. Well, we're yeah. glad to have you. Welcome yeah. to South Florida. Yeah. Thanks Thank for you. being here. And thanks for being on our show. Just, if you could just give out that contact information before we wrap up, because I know we have folks listening that are going to want to participate some, some way. Right. The Literacy Coalition's website is literacypbc.org, like Literacy Palm Beach County. And our phone number is 561 279 9103. Well, thanks both of you for being on our show. We appreciate it. Thank Thank you. you.